Hello, welcome to episode three of Pen Podcasts. Today we will be interviewing Gemma Cook. Gemma is an Environment Policy Officer for the Western Australia Local Government Association, also known as WELGA. WELGA is a not-for-profit organisation that advocates on behalf of the local governments in Western Australia to state government and aspires to give local governments a united voice. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to the show, Gemma. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Chris. Thanks for inviting me. No worries, no worries. So we'll start off with our first routine question, which is, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your background? Okay, yep. So I did a, um, I started out doing an undergraduate degree in history at the University of Melbourne, and then I developed a bit of an interest in environmental history during this time. And then during my undergrad, I also did a semester of exchange at the University of Michigan, where I did a subject on ecological issues. And during this time, I learned a broad range of skills, I guess, or a lot about different environmental issues. And I also developed an interest in environment through growing up in a regional town of Western Australia. So I grew up in Albany, where a lot of my friends are farmers and I grew interest in organic farming and sustainability. So that I then went on to do a Master of Environment once I'd finished my undergraduate at the University of Melbourne also, where I focused on climate change adaptation and social ecological resilience theories. During my Master's, I also undertook a research project on connectivity and flood action groups in Elwood, and I used climate change adaptation theories and social ecological resilience theory, bit of a mouthful. I also did an internship at the City of Melbourne in the Climate Resilience Team, which has now had a restructure and is called the Climate Change Adaptation Team. And I did a little research project there around people's understanding of climate change adaptation. And I found that really useful for landing my job at the West Australian Local Government Association. So I started there in March this year. So we're a not-for-profit that works on behalf of the local government sector in Western Australia. So there's 139 local governments in WA and we advocate to state government. We also provide advice. So in my role as environment policy officer, I might help organise events or provide advice. We also do an environment newsletter. So a lot of communication and it's been a bit of a weird time to start a job, I guess, during COVID, but um, working from home is going well. That's amazing, Gemma. So it sounds like your passion for the environment and climate adaptation has grown from those early days from the organic farms and sustainability. So now that you're working for the Western Australian Local Government Association, What's it like in the actual job versus any preconceptions of what that role would have been like? Yeah, City of Melbourne is kind of the pinnacle, I guess, of local governments and is really progressive on climate change and has their own whole dedicated team. They have declared a climate emergency and are really working through that, Um, whereas in Western Australia, local governments struggle to even have a sustainability officer. I've been collecting some data recently around climate change adaptation in Western Australia and there's heaps of local governments that are like, oh, what's a sustainability officer? Because they might have one person doing five different roles. So 
there's a lack of resourcing, but also a lack of prioritisation in Western Australian local governments for climate adaptation. <laughs> so it's a lot of admin. So I guess I thought I'd be doing a lot more actual policy work, but a lot of it's been fielding emails from local government or other members in my team. So I guess as a kind of officer position, sometimes you've got a lot of people above you who are actually making a lot of the decisions rather than you actually getting to run your own projects, that kind of thing. So yeah, lots of admin. At the moment, I'm working on a survey which wasn't maybe what I thought I'd be doing. I'm not sure what I exactly pictured policy work to look like, maybe putting in submissions, that kind of thing, but that's been mainly other people in my team. So, yeah, I've been organising, helping to organise events, but, yeah, not given a lot of responsibility, which is maybe more what I thought, especially after doing an internship at the City of Melbourne where I kind of got to run my own project and then would just go back and forth between my supervisor or other people in the climate adaptation team. Yeah, it's been a lot of admin, which I think could change, but especially during the COVID context, it's been a bit of an odd time to start a job in sustainability, but also exciting because a lot of local governments are looking at strategic areas. So yeah, we'll see how that pans out over the next year. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. So it's been more challenging than in that sense to actually achieve action in your job? Yeah, so I yeah, it's definitely been a bit of a challenge compared to having a whole team and there's five of us in our team and my managers recently switched over to um, working in the COVID response team. So that's been a bit of a challenging start to the job. But yeah, in terms of environmental priorities, We cover so many different local governments and they've all got at different stages or have different issues or funding priorities. So that makes it really challenging sometimes to cover everything that they're interested in. And I guess in terms of um, climate change, a lot of the coastal councils are a lot more progressive in that area because they're really seeing the impacts like over the last week. Fremantle Council has been looking at whether they should do a managed retreat and not rebuilding in certain areas that are currently facing lots of issues with erosion. Fair enough. And so in your two roles at the City of Melbourne and now with Walga, if I've pronounced that correctly, what skills have you found really essential to this type of work? Um, So I guess... Verbal communication, like uh, presentation skills, are always something that we know that we should always use or try and get better at. So I highly recommend anyone, yeah, when you're looking for a job or while you whilst you're still at uni, um, definitely take any opportunities that you can to work on your presentation skills. Also, Excel. Try and do basic Excel courses if you haven't used them before, because everyone uses Excel. Networking, if you're not very confident or you're a bit shy, try and work on your networking skills because it's really useful when you're attending meetings with people from governments or state government or 
that work in the private sector as well, it's really useful and you get a lot more information through being able to pick up the phone and call someone a lot of the time than through an email. And also like event skills. In my role in particular, it's been useful having some experience in the volunteer space doing event organisation because we've been doing a lot of that and letting speakers know about topics or figuring out what the local government sector really wants or what they're interested in hearing about or their priorities. Um, Yeah. Excellent. No, that sounds really useful. And then in that sense too, based on what skills you've just listed, are there any things you found valuable whilst you were studying your Masters of Environment at Melbourne Uni or subjects that you wish you'd taken that you'd advise other students to take if they're interested in working with local governments or NGOs? (laughs) The thing that I would in hindsight, really wish that I'd done is policy subjects uh, because a lot of my work is, well, looking at policies and it's really good to have that, like a broad background knowledge. So I definitely recommend looking at subjects that give you those basic skills about policy and... Sorry, can you just repeat the question? Yeah, not a problem. So... Are there any subjects that you took that were useful for your current line of work whilst you're doing your Masters of Environment or are there subjects that you would have liked to have taken that you think would be valuable in your line of work now? Um, I guess also it depends on a lot of, I know at lots of councils they want people, depending on how big your council is, what kind of breadth of skills you need but it's always good to have I guess more like environmental or biodiversity skills like for a sustainability position or like water (laughs) I'd kind of wish that I'd done one basic subject on water because within my team we look at such a broad range of environmental issues like biosecurity so I'm part of this rainbow lorikeet working group that looks at how to manage invasive species yeah so I guess definitely policy I really think that the climate change adaptation subject was really useful as a starting place also um, sustainable landscapes because that looked at resilience theory and resilience theory is really popular in local governments and is a commonly used framework so I highly recommend if you're interested in climate change to learn about climate change adaptation and resilience theory And yeah, apart from that, I can't think of any other subjects at the moment that would be useful, but yeah, just do ones that you're interested in. And if you're really passionate, then that will come through in the role that you get. That's great. That's good feedback for all the students out there. I listed, you listed three really useful ones in terms of the policy, climate adaptation and sustainable landscapes. So handy skills to have there. (laughs) For all our listeners, but mainly PEM members, is there any general advice you'd give to students that would be helpful for them as young emerging professionals? Um, The first thing I would say is do an internship. That's probably what helped me get this job, doing an internship at City of Melbourne. And it's been really useful, even though Western Australia is quite a different context. It has been really useful having done the internship there because it lets you see how ambitious local governments can be and what they're able to do if they with the resources like your ideal kind of thinking yeah so definitely do an internship policy work do volunteer work also 
volunteering at Climates gave me a lot of experience. So I definitely recommend doing volunteer work while you're studying, if you can fit it in, in an area that you're interested in. Event organisation is also gives you lots of different skills that maybe you wouldn't think about. Also, cover letters and resumes, make sure, get someone else to look at that. I think what that looks like really says something about you and making sure also that your LinkedIn is updated regularly, got a good photo on there. And yeah, also having good references. Um, yeah. That's really useful advice. Thank you, Gemma. That's fantastic. So, on a final note, are you happy if students wanted to reach out to you to learn more about what you do or to contact you about any more specific questions they have for local government roles yeah, or I'm happy NGO to roles? Field any questions? Yeah, give me an email if you're going to pass that along, Chris. Or, yeah, find me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Happy to help or direct you towards any subjects that I think might be useful if you're looking at a job in local government or the not-for-profit sector, or if you want a job in WA. Beautiful. No, I'll definitely connect people with your email if they like it, but we'll also post your LinkedIn up on the website too so they can find you easily. So thank you, Gemma. You've answered those questions really succinctly and really fast, so that's pretty much our whole interview today. So thank you for joining us. No worries. Thanks for having me and thanks for listening, for anyone who listens to this. Mm-hmm.